Good afternoon, my friends. I'm Marshall Berkshire, and welcome to this episode of Healing Your Codependency. I'm excited to be with you today. Today's topic, we're going to talk about how to care for others while keeping ourselves boundaried. I call this boundaried empathy, and it's actually a really important skill we develop so that we can use our empathy in a way that protects our well-being, doesn't put us into situations or relationships that would harm us, and allows us to stay connected to something that's really central to a lot of people dealing with codependency is that sense of caring that we naturally have. So we're going to talk about that today. Before we do that, I'm going to get this shared out real quick to the community. The community is your safe haven here on the internet where you can find additional tools, guidance, and support in your journey beyond codependency and into your well-being, into your happiness. So come join us there. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. And if you're listening via YouTube or watching via YouTube, hit that subscribe button and let me hit that like button and let me know in the comments below what you guys gained from today's class. As well as if you're listening via podcast, which is really where many of you are finding me now. So thank you for for, for, for joining and finding me there. Uh, you can come to HealYourCodependency.com and join the community right on the front page there. All right, let's get this done here. Do, 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 and click a button and a thing's going to happen if... Facebook does its job. <laughs> so, yeah, boundaried empathy. This is what we deal with when we're coming from a healthy perspective, a healthy promise or a healthy position with how we deal with other people's pain. So, I click this button right here and we are good to go. Okay. So, most of the time in codependency, we come from a premise of feeling responsible for the pain someone else experiences, whether it's something we did that they feel with uh, pain in response to, or whether it's something they're just having pain in response to. And this is actually what I call hyperempathy or or another term we often do use in this is a sense of enmeshment of responsibility for the emotional state of someone else. We learn this kind of enmeshment by being told that we cause other people to feel something that's usually made in the statements of you made me feel this way you you did this to me and you made me uh, upset you made me happy you made me happy you made me sad these kinds of things this kind of you made me statement that we encounter quite a bit in emotionally unmatured relationships implies that we have the power to and the responsibility to uh, for the emotions or to cause the emotions someone else feels. In reality, what's going on is the person's having an internal response or reaction to an external stimulus. Where we do or do not do a thing, and they experience an internal stimulus in response to that experience, and that's their emotion. That's the feeling that comes up within themselves. So most of the time, or I'd say all the time, our emotions are, are a result of our internal world and not necessarily the external world. We learn emotional relationship that way. We're like, oh, when this happens, I feel this way. Okay, cool. Now we can understand our emotional experience about and care for it. But when we come from the premise that someone else causes us to feel a certain way, then we have a problem because now the onus, the ownership, the power is in the other person. So when we blame someone, you make me feel this way or you know, so forth, then 
we are powerless to change what we feel. But when we take ownership of it, we're like, okay, I'm feeling this way in response to this thing. We've gained clarity. We've gained a honest relationship with the physics of relating there so that we can then make choices and take actions that work for us. In codependency, this is the big challenge because we believe we have a responsibility for regulating and soothing the emotions of other people because of how we've been treated. We've been parentified. We've been told over and over that we shouldn't make people feel sad or upset. We should be nice. And then when people are telling us, well, you make me feel this way, or you did this, or you made me mad, or you made me sad, or made me happy, we are internalizing that as I have the power, thus the responsibility to change how they feel. This leads us to enmeshing ourselves with other people's feeling states, trying to regulate them. Our work here, and this is crucial for our own well-being and happiness, is to actually learn how to differentiate from their emotional states, our emotional states, and then differentiate the responsibility for those states. So that's why I start off with that premise of, in my work, we are responsible. We are, we are the creator of our emotional states 100% of the time because our emotional state is a result of our own psychology, our own programming in relationship to the thing that happened. So, and from that perspective, then, it's, then this becomes a practical matter and also an emotional boundary matter. And I call this boundaried empathy. The idea here is my empathy shows up and says, I care about the pain this person is having. I care about the trauma they've been through. I care about what is going on for them in their world. I care about that I'm, they, because they matter to me. I love them. I want them to be well. I want them to be safe. In codependency, then the responsibility kicks in. Well, since I feel empathy for it, since I have awareness of this pain, I must do something about this pain on their behalf. And that's usually where we try to get in there and fix a problem, rescue them from a consequence, regulate their emotions. In the healthy dynamic, what we do is we acknowledge, hey, I got some empathy here. And now I can share it with them if they're a safe person to share with. Say, hey, I see you're in some pain. And that matters to me. I'm here to listen. I'm here to, to connect with you. I'm here to hold space with you. That's empathy. Empathy doesn't move into fixing. It doesn't move into rescuing. It doesn't move into regulating. It moves, in, it moves towards them with an offer of connection, holding care and space and warmth for what they're experiencing. It also respects, boundary empathy also respects that the, the reality that these individuals have the capability and the responsibility to solve the challenges they're facing, navigate the consequences they've created for themselves, and also care for and nurture their emotions. Because we're dealing with adults and not children in this context. So boundary empathy allows us to say, hey, I care, and let's see what you do with this. Let's see what you choose to do with your world, your, your challenges, and how you're going to learn from your consequences. When we take this approach, we are, better, we are empowered to exit the land of rescuing and fixing and enabling. This allows us to go, hey, this person's got some real big stuff going on in their world. I can hold space and care while not getting involved in it, while not entangling myself in it without using my resources to uh, inappropriately fix their problem. 
as well as I can protect my own capacity, my own well-being, my own priorities. Because in codependency, empathy um, morphs into an engulfment. We become engulfed in their problems, swallowed up in their world, because we're enmeshing with them in order to regulate, fix, or rescue them from the things they've created or that they're encountering in their world. We lose ourselves in that. And this harms our health, it harms our wealth, it harms our peace, it harms our sanity, it harms our well-being and happiness. With boundary empathy, we can still acknowledge what's going on. We can still acknowledge we care while caring for ourselves. So it, it basically ends this internal conflict a lot of people with codependency have, and that is I either need to care for and love and empathize with them or myself. We have this either or black and white kind of thinking going on, which isn't reality. The reality is an inclusive view going, yep, you got pain, you've got things going on over there. And I also, I care about it and I have my own world. So I prioritize myself first while acknowledging, hey, you're going through this, I can hold some space, I can offer some time and care, but I'm not going to fix, I'm not going to rescue, and I'm not going to go in there and do the regulation or the emotional labor that they need to be doing to navigate their world. That's boundaried empathy. So boundaried empathy says, hey, I care, I see this. And then it acknowledges what the reality is with this person and what is best for you and your well-being first. It does not motivate you to contact people who might in turn harm you for that contact or try to pull you in to their problem. I saw that, I experienced this quite a bit in my own parentified relationship with my parents. They would have a problem, they expect me to solve it. When I didn't, they get very, very mad about that. So it allows me to stay separate from that. It allowed me to access my own true empathy to go, yeah, what do I care about here? What matters to me? Rather than being compelled into that empathy. Hi, Anna. Good to see you. It also allowed me to have boundaries and say, oh, that sounds like that's a problem. I, I know it sucks. What are you going to do about it? How's that going to work for you? Further, boundaried empathy helped me communicate boundaries in a really deep way that helped them understand the impact they're having on me. So it would show up like an, an example. Person A does a thing that hurts me. They yell at me. I could say, hey, you know, Person A, I know you've had a really rough day. I can see that. I can feel that. And I care about that. And yelling at me is not acceptable. If you yell at me again, I'm going to disengage from this conversation. This allows me to have a firm, clear boundary while also acknowledging the pain the other is carrying. This is a place where we can meet each other, where we can help understand or experience boundary with care. That way we're not putting ourselves in places that harm us. We're actually caring for ourselves and we're honoring the empathy and care we fail, feel for the other person. So that, that's boundaried empathy. This is a skill I teach and forge in the codependency healing system. I introduce it in the essential codependency healing trainings as the right not to care and the right to have empowered empathy and then we we develop it out throughout the codependency healing system so the codependency healing system will be starting august 14th will be so watch out for that because enrollment will open in late july for that and if you want to jump into the essentials the essentials is always open as a, a um, self 
study course and then you'll get automatic enrollment to the live courses links for all my courses above on facebook below on youtube and on my website at healyourcodependency.com i right, let's check the chat here so anna shares this resonates balance can be challenging at times but that's okay too right yeah and and when we look at this idea of balance we're actually looking at where am i and what can i offer does this situation make sense to offer this in is this something I want to offer? It comes to the three questions I often give students. Is this something I want to do? Is this something I can do? Is this going to add to my well-being and happiness? Another way to state that is, is this, do I want this? Do I have capacity for this? And is this going to add to my well-being or happiness long-term? Those three questions, then we're able to assess what we are feeling, what matters to us, and then communicate it. With bounded empathy coupled in with that, we're able to say, I care. I see what's going on for you. I'm here to listen or I'm here to hold space or care for you. And then if they're like, well, why aren't you fixing it? Or, or why aren't you doing this? That's, that's not my job. That's yours. Especially when that's a consequence that they've created for themselves by their own choices and actions. They need to learn. Consequences are lessons. They're teachers. And they need to learn from those. If there's a resource they need and you're willing to give it and it doesn't detract from your well-being and happiness, go for it. Do what is aligned and genuine for you rather than what they insist they need from you. And that is key here. This is big boundary work, especially where we're going to say, I care a lot and no, I'm not going to do that. That's perfectly valid and normal to do because we're adults. We're autonomous. We have the right to assert boundaries and regulation around our own resources and they have the responsibility ultimately for resourcing their needs and if we're not a resource for them we can encourage them to find other resources or offer opportunity hey i know someone that might be able to do that here you go and then they take action on it that's how we help in a healthy and empowered manner there so all right that is today's episode my friends Go gently in this concept of empowered empathy where you can care while also taking care of yourself and allowing them to navigate their reality and you navigate yours in a way that brings well-being and happiness for you. Okay, Go gently. I will see you guys in our next episode. Have a safe weekend, and I'll see you online. Bye, guys.